Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Peter Travers, and welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what is happening at the movies. And there's a movie now called Hands of Stone. It is about Roberto Duran and uh, how he won his championship with the help of a trainer named Ray Arcel, who, lucky for the movie and lucky for all of us, is played by my guest today, Robert De Niro, who... I don't know, it's impossible to deal with all the things that Bob has done. So instead of doing that, I'm gonna say, you people go out and see Hands of Stone and you see another great performance from a truly great actor. So Bob, it is a pleasure to see you here. Thank you, thank you. So we're done. Great to be here, that's it. Yeah, that <laughs> I'll was, see you. I say, it, was a, it, it was great fun. No, I'm looking at this when I sit down and watch it and see you basically the ringman, the trainer doing this. You, Raging Bull. You the guy. It's Roberto Duran is the raging bull. He's got yeah. the temper. Yeah. You exactly. don't have any of that to do it. Was that what was attractive to you about doing it? No, I mean, Ray Arcel was a, uh, I met him once or twice when I was around Jake and uh, uh, certain fight people then. And um, I was impressed with how he was, his whole demeanor. His, he was natty, dressed like a, like people call him a banker, I, I heard. and. And he was a, an interesting guy. He had over 20 champions, and um, and I did a lot of research on him as much as I could. And I and I really was impressed. Even when I met him, I was impressed. So uh, there was something about him. He's not like a typical trainer that you think of. He, he uh, had a, a certain elegance about him. And they asked me to do the movie, and then we were having trouble getting it done. And then they pulled the money at the last minute. There was supposed to get it from, from the Middle East somewhere and shoot it in Puerto Rico. I, uh, I, I just said, why don't you get a hold of the Panamanian government and see if they can uh, find some rich Panamanians and give them a tax break and do it there. You have Duran's approval, his permission, he's part of it, and, and it would make a lot more sense. Uh, and it did, it was meant to be. It was shot in Panama and Duran's actual uh, gym and so on. It, you just couldn't recreate that stuff in, in Puerto Rico and, and no, another, any other Latin It seems like the idea they should have started. Well, with. they should have. You're right. I don't know why, but they, that's, sometimes that happens. So you, it's hard for people to believe, given that you're Robert De Niro, even if you don't know it, uh, you are, that you I have am? to go through. They are. Yeah. You yeah. really okay. are. Thanks I mean, for reminding it's, me. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be hard at this point in your career for you to have financing for the movie you signed up to do. Does this happen more often than it used to? It, it happens a lot. Uh, it happens a lot unless it's a certain type of movie with certain actors who they'll take the chance. They know that they're a, a definite box office draw. Uh, with other people, it's not so, you know, it's not that that easy, but it's hard with everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to fight the budget situation, the uh, the money, the budget, the, the, the schedule. It's, it's a... Every bit of the process is, is difficult, and it's a constant uphill battle. Did you meet Duran at the same time as you met Ray while you were making Raging Bull? This is like, what, 79, uh, 80? I met him after uh, Duran, and we hang out from time to time because uh, we stayed in the same hotel. Uh, and it was before, it, uh, it was after the first uh, Sugar Ray fight. And then we, we hung out then, and then after I knew, I knew him during that period. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you make this, and you're playing a guy who is a trainer, and he's in the ring, and we're watching those scenes with you and Edgar Ramirez, who's so good in this movie as well. And yeah, he, he had a ritual, right, where he would comb, what was yeah. it, the comb in the hair? 
combing his hair to make him look uh, more neat and stuff. His uh, feeling was that the fighter going out, in this case Duran, would unsettle the, his opponent because he'd see that he's not looking, you know, in bad shape or anything. Mm -hmm. Because what we see Ray say to him all the time is you've got to learn to pace yourself. Yeah. You've got basically to do, you can't just keep coming out at somebody. Very much like Jake Lamada. Was Raging Bull coming back to you a lot while you were shooting this? No, I mean, it was, it's, it it comes was a whole other thing. It comes back to me a lot, thing. Bob. I don't well, know why it doesn't come back to <laughs> I you. I don't know. <laughs> why not? It's been a while. <laughs> no, but I had a great trainer, a guy named Rob Sally, who was um, just not only a great trainer, but like a, a fight historian. He knew everything about all the great fighters, all the great fights, the trainers. I, and uh, he was a tremendous help. And sometimes I'd be with Edgar in the corner and he would yell out things to say because it's so fast and you have to be so spontaneous that it would be easier just to do that in the moment. Da, da, da. So that was a big help. There's a, a documentary that recently came out on Brian De Palma who you started with. I didn't see it and I, I ran into somebody who told me about it and they're going to send it. I didn't see it yet mm -hmm. though. Like, I want to see it. Well, you like it because you're yeah. in it, you know. But when you did a movie like Hi Mom or The Wedding, this was the beginning yes. for you. Mm -hmm. And what I'm looking for is what, 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 how is it different in the beginning than it is now when you're pretty much established as who you are? What was it when you were hungry and, and, and fighting? Well, it was what it was, you know, you're younger, it's different, but <clears throat> in some ways it's not so different, in some ways it's easier, in some ways it's harder. That was a great time when I was younger. That was then, now is now. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, that's the, way, that's the way it is. But what I saw with this documentary with him, seeing you in High Mom, being very young, coming in, then we see you in another De Palma movie later. Uh, yeah. called The Untouchables, right. where you're Al Capone. Right. Again, a transformation happening in you. Was this something you wanted to do? Well, they had, they had offered, he and Art Linson uh, had offered me the part, and we were going, I was going back and forth about it, but yeah, I did want to do it. And Mamet, who's a, a great writer, mm -hmm. a wonderful writer, so, uh, you know, the, the writing was the best you could have for that character, that situation especially. So it was all good for me. When I look at you as I am now and I see a career that basically I grew up with and that I watched. Um, How old are you, if I can ask? I, well, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to put it under this popcorn. All right. Yeah. But I grew up with you watching you do these things and changing the way. Mm -hmm. uh, very few actors get to do that. Very few actors change the way other actors look at it, which is why I asked if people asked you for advice. Yeah, some people do, and I like giving advice. Uh, some young actor friends of mine will ask me for advice, and I, and I like to do it. I know that I appreciate it. They listen, and they take what they want, what they can use, like well, I do. You've worked with a lot of young actors who have you worked with Leonardo DiCaprio in, yes. in This Boy's Life. You work now with Bradley Cooper, mm -hmm. uh, with Jennifer Lawrence. What's that like? Are you excited by them, by what they're doing? Uh, Bradley's a very, very wonderful actor, very sincere, good guy. I love Jennifer. She's great. She reminds me of my daughter. You know, <laughs> She's a wonderful actress, and I don't know how she does certain things. with Just uh, a, a thing like learning lines, mm -hmm. and then actually, with, with especially working with David or Russell, sometimes different things are thrown at her, and she 
manages to do. It's just uh, great. It's not easy. Yeah, David O. Russell is a piece of work. He's been here. He throws a lot of things uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> at you to do that. But it's like every decade since you've started working in this, you have something that's changed or something that's happened, including comedy. Mm. So, you know, you do this all the time. I remember the shock of Analyze This followed by Meet the Parents. And people think, well, De Niro, he's a serious, dramatic actor. Where did the comedy come from? Mm. Where did it come from? Oh, my mother always thought I was funny. Did she? That's yeah. always a good sign. That's a good sign. You, <laughs> you told her jokes and that was what happened. She just thought I was funny. I, I think my kids are funny. You know, some of my kids are especially are very funny. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are your kids good critics of you? They Do they tell no, you they what they think? They're, not, they're just nice. They're just, they're not even critics. They're just like, <laughs> they don't care. So they say anything. Gee. It'd be worse than being a critic. When you look at, and I know it's difficult to sometimes look back at the extent of a career like yours, but I don't want you to pick, these are my favorite movies. I just wonder if there's three or four movies you've done that you learned something from, that you felt when I did this, even if it didn't work out the way I thought it, I learned something from it. Well, you always learn from every movie you mm -hmm. do, no matter what, what it is, you learn things you can't help but learn <clears throat> the way a director sets up the shots, the way you work with that director, the way the certain, just everything, you know, the whole, the nature of the whole production, everything. So I, I can't say that I learned more. I probably could if I really thought about it and went through each movie and said, I learned this. But it's not as that simple to say I learned so much on this film, mm -hmm. a little less on that one, because you learn. On all of them, really, on every experience, because they are experiences. Well, you've worked with Martin Scorsese, what, nine times? Eight, eight nine times. times. Eight times. Oh, there's talk of you doing... Well, we're doing, we're going to work on the, the Irishman. Irishman. Yeah. I hope that. Is that really happening? That's, yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to do it next year. You, Al Pacino, everybody? Yeah, Pacino and hopefully Joe Pesci. That's, well, when people see you on the street and they say, you know, hey, Mr. De Niro, I loved you in this. What is it? What is the one that they come back at you all the time with saying, I loved you in this? Oh, so, you know, usually it's the autograph people ha have certain movies that I've done, oh, you know, the, the, the earlier ones, Casino, Goodfellas, um, Cape Fear, um, Godfather II, King of Comedy. And some others that I'm You got that taxi driver. Taxi driver. I would think that everybody yeah, would yeah, come up do, to you yes. and say, you talking mm -hmm. to me? Well. Do they say it? I think they're tired of saying it now. Really? Yeah. So but there's a whole new generation of people finding what it is. So you're going to be haunted by that for the rest of your life. People yeah. are going to say that to you. Taxi driver just had its 40th anniversary. Yeah. 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 There was a big celebration for that. Yeah. We had that at the film festival. So when you look back on it, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think taxi driver? Well, I don't. Th people say, "Well, what did you did you feel?" What I, I the movie when we did it, you never can predict how it's going to be received. We mm -hmm. all really liked the script a lot, mm -hmm. Marty and Paul Schrader, who of course he wrote it, but uh, Michael and Julia Phillips, everybody involved in the film, just liked the story, liked the character, and so on. So we were all excited to do it. But how it will be received is another, you know. It's just kind of remarkable that after 40 years, it still has this resonance. To yeah. It, that people still see it and go. And King of Comedy is another one of those where it's, uh, 
it seems more topical today than it even did when, mm, yeah. when you made it. So the people that you worked with through those years, those directors that stay in your life or don't stay in your life, uh, what, when you direct, who are you most like when you do The Good Shepherd or A Bronx Tale? I might take an, an element of, from everyone that I've worked with in some way. I mean, the most general thing I could say is that you have to allow an actor or anyone in the production to feel free to come up with ideas, try them and so on, and not make them feel that they're constrained. And <clears throat> it's once that happens that people just, they shut down, they don't want to, well, what do you want me to do, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to have that that sort of um, that give and take with with everybody I think and Marty's great at that and David and many directors uh, I can't even remember I can't even remember naming now but yeah that's a very important thing I would well say it seems general. like you've worked with most of the major you know talents from Bertolucci in 1900 from all, from Coppola France, from yeah. yeah, from doing any of these things where, and you've won two Oscars. It seems to me that you've won maybe 12, but so far there's just two. Mm. <clears throat> and the last nomination was for Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. So David O. Russell is kind of your new guy. He, yeah. He's your, you're going to do, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, David's great. Yeah. There are people that have been on the show, I'm talking about Bradley Cooper, who says he does the best Robert De Niro. Bradley the, does? He, he claims that it's the best ever. But who does? Who of all these people that do you is actually doing a good job? Actually, the person I, who I saw I, I thought was really very funny uh, was Alec Baldwin on really? Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he was great. What did they do? What do you think? Do you think they get it? Would you it's like, like the rhythms? The rhythm things. is right. They always say you. Yeah. You know what? Or whatever. Is it? Yeah. The whole yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's flattering to you, or do you watch it and then no, it's know flattering more? if you do it well. It's funny. I mean, it's uh, yeah. It's funny. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is the first time you've been on my show, so you don't know that it ends always in song. Okay. I'm not looking for a whole song. I'm just looking for you to do something that's musical that's in your head. I don't know. I, can I remember in Mad Dog and Gory you sang um, Louis Prima. Yeah. You did New York, New York. That's the song. You are the but did I, ultimate I New sing. Yorker. I don't remember. It's been so long. You don't remember? <laughs> okay. Come on. Yeah. It's no, I mean, up to you. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll sing. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when I feel blue. How's that? I think that's perfect. That's it. People sing will, that to my kids. People be too. Did you? That's a good <laughs> thing. Kid, yeah. Anyway, Bob, thank okay. you. Thank you so much. Okay. That was great. <laughs> 